What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find what is the greatest movie of all time. We have done horror in review. We have done 90s action in review. We just finished up Batman in review. And now we are starting on Terminator in review. We also did a couple other movies that just released recently. We did Tenet and then The Christmas Chronicles Part 2. I did that with my wife. So go check those out. Uh, Each week we give you some facts about the movie, some fun facts, and then we give you our general impressions. Most of the time it is uh, spoiler-related reviews, but these new release movies are all non-spoiler because, you know, they just came out. We don't want you to... Don't want you to listen to it and get spoiled on. We want you to go watch it after you listen to our review. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. There is a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier members, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We could not do this without y'all guys. We really appreciate y'all. So... This month in December, we did. We are doing Terminator in review. We are reviewing all of the theatrically released Terminator movies. I reviewed Terminator number one uh, a couple weeks ago, a little bit behind. So over the next couple days, over this next week or so, you're going to start seeing a lot of reviews pop up for the Terminator as I try to catch up before the end of the month. Because I like to try to keep these series all within one month. So... I have, I've watched Terminator 2, 3, 4, I, I need to watch the, the last one, Dark Fate. I've seen everything else up to Dark Fate. So the reviews will be coming up uh, shortly for y'all. And I do have to say just quick thoughts on this overall series. I think going into this series, I was like, oh yeah, Terminator 1 and 2 and 3, yeah, those, those are my jams. And then it's like, after that, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can survive through Salvation. I don't know if I can survive through Genesis. Definitely Genesis. And then Dark Fate was was pretty good. It was underrated, in my opinion. And now that I've gotten up to Dark Fate, I've only seen Dark Fate once. And I really enjoyed it when I saw it uh, when it initially came out. Now I'm kind of hesitant, because, dude, I'm telling y'all guys, I'm all jacked up. I thought... 3 was going to be really good, and I don't want to give any spoilers on my review, but my mind has changed on that. I guess it was nostalgia. I, I'm not sure. And then Salvation, and then Genesis I thought was really terrible when I initially watched it, and now I'm just like, hey, this is this is pretty decent. There's some good stuff in these movies. And yeah, I mean, this, this series is a lot better than I remember it to be. Because, you know, when you talk about Terminator in general, with somebody else, you can go one and two are obviously the best. And then the rest are okay to terrible most of the time. But watching these back to back to back to back has really changed my perspective on the series altogether. And that kind of excites me a little bit because now I'm kind of... Because now we're going into Underworld for January. I am proud to announce this is the uh, release schedule for for January. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to Die Hard uh, this month in December due to scheduling reasons with Christian. But January, I'm doing Underworld. 
And it's kind of the same thing with this, except I I think generally the Terminator movies are better than Underworld. But I'm hoping my mind is changed, kind of like when I'm watching this series right now. I think the Underworld series is it's all right. I mean, you could make an argument saying that Kate Beckinsale is probably the best part of that entire series, which I can't prove you wrong on that. So I'm really excited to start that series. I actually just bought the the uh, the box set. I say box set, but it was it's all digital now. So I bought the uh, the collection on Vudu, and so that's going to be kind of a. I'm hoping y'all can all find it throughout the streaming apps. I know they're on AMC. It's just I've already used my AMC free trial subscription, so I can't use it again. But I do know that Underworld will be on AMC, most of them, if not all of them. But we're not here to talk about Underworld. We're here to talk about Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Now, if you've watched our previous series, 90s Action and Review, I had a top 10 list at the very end of the month. And I gave you the top 10 greatest 90s action movies of all time. Terminator 2 hit number one. And I said at the time that I was saving, I did not watch that movie throughout the month of November. Usually if it's in my top 10 list, I have to watch it just to confirm that it needs to be in my top 10. Well, I was not going to watch it because I I knew it was coming up in December that I was going to have to review it. So I saved it. Now this is, this is its chance. Does it falter from that number one spot or does it keep it? I got to tell you, it absolutely keeps that number one spot. It is the greatest movie in the 90s. It's one of the best, not only sci-fi action movies, just action movies. It's one of the best movies of all time. Just a really great movie. But before we jump into that, let's jump into the fun facts. It was directed by James Cameron, who also directed the first one. He also directed Titanic. He did the Avatar movies. He's done some really, really good movies. And, I mean, you got you got to give him credit. Titanic was the highest grossing movie of all time. And then Avatar was the highest grossing movie of all time. And they were both directed by James Cameron. Very impressive. It was released on July 3rd, 1991. I was not even a year old. But I remember watching this movie as a kid and watching it non-stop. Because I just, I absolutely love this movie. The action is amazing, but I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself. It had a $102 million budget, and it grossed worldwide $520.9 million. The studio executives wanted to cut out the uh, the biker bar scene because it was going to like really balloon the budget, and that was one of the scenes that they wanted to cut out, and Arnold Schwarzenegger told them only a studio studio guy would cut that scene out. And I agree. It's one of the most iconic uh, openers in any movies. I mean, I mean, Bad to the Bone. Would that song be as popular nowadays if it was not for Terminator 2? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure it would be. But that that scene just works perfectly. I mean, you bring in... Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was the bad guy in the first one, and then he comes into the second one. 
what a better way to announce yourself as the good guy than to a song called Bad to the Bone, a rock song. He's got his glasses on. He's got the leather jacket on. He just beat up some biker bar guys. And yeah, just badass. And then gets on a motorcycle after that. Just awesome scene. Awesome all around. This is the only Terminator film to win an Oscar or be nominated for one. I think they won four out of six that they were nominated for, which is impressive. Linda Hamilton in the uh, in the scene with the elevator scene when they're rescuing her from the hospital or the psych facility, she actually suffered permanent hearing loss in one of the ears due to not replacing one of her earplugs in between scenes. So that, that's interesting. Robert Patrick, the the T-1000, he mimicked his head movements from the American Bald Eagle for his role, which is, you kind of look at it and you're like, oh, okay, I don't know why. When I was doing research on this movie, he did, a, I don't remember what other animal he took after, but he mimicked a lot of his movements and his role off of animals, and which is interesting. I mean, you look at, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who kind of gets this this dry, robotic uh, performance, whereas Robert Patrick goes for more of a a loose animal like performance. It's 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 interesting. For the scene where the Terminator tells Sarah Connor about Miles Dyson and Skynet, Arnold Schwarzenegger is actually reading his lines from a card taped to the windshield. And after reading that and kind of looking back on that scene, I mean, he does look, it, it, it's kind of hard to tell, but now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh, oh, come on. Most of, and this was, this was the part that when I read it, I was like, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, that makes perfect sense because I've always said, this is one of the biggest critiques of the movie that I've had. Most of Edward Furlong's voice Edward Furlong is the guy that played John Connor. Most of his voice had to be redubbed by Furlong again in post-production because his voice changed throughout shooting. Every time I'd watch this movie, that was one of my biggest critiques. I would say, it it sounds like his voice is not even coming from him, to be honest with you. It sounds like... His voice sounds completely different than everybody else's. And this fun fact kind of confirmed that so I don't feel I don't feel like I'm an idiot now, but yeah, they had to re- basically re-record all of his dialogue and they just dubbed it over his his mouth basically. So those are the fun facts I have for y'all. Let's jump into my overall thoughts on the movie. And there might be spoilers. I, I'm not sure if you haven't seen this movie from 1991. If you have not seen Terminator 2, which is one of the best movies of all time, one of the best action movies of all time, then you need to stop right here, pause it, come back, go watch Terminator 2 right now. Just stop it. I'm okay with you stopping and coming back. Just go do it. Do yourself a favor. But I still I still think this is one of the best action movies of all time, and especially in the 90s, so it still holds up as number one on my 90s movies list. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger puts one of his best performances in this movie. And you can kind of tell how uneven 
His performance does appear uneven, but it's mainly because I oh, this is another fun fact actually. But they they filmed all these scenes out of order, so he was kind of confused as to where uh, where human humanity was coming into his performance. So it's kind of uneven a little bit. But hey, I mean that sounds pretty good, right? It's still it's still good performance by him, nonetheless. It's one of my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger appearance. Uh, performances i think the action sequences are perfect one of my favorite action sequences out of the entire movie is really at the beginning the the galleria scene i just think that whole sequence from inside the galleria to outside the galleria is is just perfect i i loved the hallway scene you know when they're back in the like the employee section or whatever behind all the stores or what have you and Arnold Schwarzenegger's walking up with the roses and he just pulls out the gun and the kid doesn't know what the hell is going on and then I was curious to this when I first started watching the movie I was curious did they paint Arnold Schwarzenegger as the bad guy in this movie and then when the movie happened everybody's like oh shit he's actually the good guy well come to find out from what I understand and if you saw this movie back in the in the 90s and you were, you know, old and remember the trailers coming out for it, then you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe that they painted him as the bad guy initially. And then the closer it got to the release of the movie, they actually surprised you with, oh, actually, he's the good guy this time. And I, I, I think that's what they ended up doing. I think they wouldn't let Edward Furlong and Arnold Schwarzenegger actually uh, do interviews together and stuff like that. So it was, that's interesting by all means. I, I think they should have, this movie would have been perfect if it went the like, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame route where there was like nothing known about the movie and, or they painted him as the bad guy and then during the movie, you find out that he's a good guy. I think that would have been perfect. But it's kind of hard to turn my brain off of that now because I've seen this movie a billion times. I absolutely love the score in this movie. I think it's iconic. The I think it's perfect. This is actually one of the last times that you actually hear that song throughout the entirety of the movie you go to three four and five and really those songs don't play at all until like the very end i think is it salvation they don't even play the song i'm not entirely sure but that but then again that's also the arnold schwarzenegger song and he's not in salvation so that kind of makes sense but i need to go back and just confirm that that didn't happen because that it you think that is like the Terminator theme song. You would play that song throughout each movie. It's kind of like the Star Wars theme song, you know? It just has to go in there somewhere. But absolutely love the score. The music in it, just just perfect. Absolutely perfect. The action, like I said, the action sequences are great. The uh, psych facility sequence is really good. I love how they set that up. And then, obviously the big action sequences are all towards the end when they're attacking Cyberdyne. 
I just, oh, those sequence, those action sequences are so good. And they're not like drawn out or over dramatized or overacted. It's just like pure action. They're not like jumping through explosions and doing army crawls, army rolls, and what have you throughout those sequences. It just looks like real life action. It's not over dramatized like most 90s action movies were. And James Cameron, he directed, uh, he directed, uh, True Lies. That's what it was. True Lies. And in that movie, I actually did a review on it, if I'm not mistaken. That movie has army crawls, army rolls. They're jumping from explosions. It's just over, over the top action sequences. And you don't really get that in this one. It's like legit looking. And I don't, I don't know if I'm conveying my thoughts very well on that. But it just looks like it looks like something that would happen in real life. They're not over dramatizing the acting of it. To my main critiques of the movie, obviously, my main critique of the movie all revolves around John Connor. I really do not like John Connor in this movie. I I can tolerate him. I can. It doesn't make me hate the movie, doesn't make me like the movie any less. I still think it's an amazing movie. But my one critique is Edward Furlong. <sighs> one, it's the, now Now that I've found out, it's the redubbing of his voice over his performance. And then, I gotta be honest, guys, he's just a little bit of a bitch. You know, he's just he's just a little bitch. For this guy that's supposed to be this amazing leader, Eventually, I understand you got to get some character development. He just—he's not there just yet. He's—he's he's a kid, but he still acts like a little bitch. I do like how they what they did with his character, but his performance is just—it's just not me. I wish they would have somehow got a a different actor or or what. But that's my only critique of the movie. I—it doesn't take away from it, but. Yeah, it's just, he's not my favorite. Now, with that being said, he is probably, I don't know, is he my favorite John Connor out of the entire series? Uh, I'm going to have to save that for the final review. I'll give you a rankings of the John Connors. No, actually, you know what? I forgot about one movie. He is not the worst. He is definitely 100 times better than one of the John Connor in the series. And you will find out who that is on an upcoming episode. Just overall impression of the movie. Absolutely love it. Uh, I think it's still one of the best action movies of all time. And to give you my score. It's number one on my all time list. Of 90's action movies. So obviously it's got to be 5 out of 5. But. We're not doing just rankings on this. On this podcast. We I prefer to give you a buy, sell, or skip. Or a rent. Kind of options. And this is a buy Definite buy. Now, I have a thing with buying older movies that are full price. Disney is is notorious for this. They will sell, you know, Iron Man and the old Avengers movies. They're $25. Why are those movies $25? Those came out eight, nine years ago. Okay. 
I was watching, I forget what movie I was watching, but it was a movie that came out in the 90s. Oh, it was Fugitive, I think. It was $15 digitally. I'm just like, why is that movie $15? That movie came out in the 90s. It's been 20-something years, and that movie's still $15? No way. That movie, I think, once you get past the point of, like, 10 years out release, your movie should not be more than $10. With that being said, I recently paid, I want to say, 10 bucks for the 4K version of this movie. Absolutely worth it, by the way. Is this movie worth 20 bucks? It is absolutely worth 20 bucks. Absolutely. But if you can get it on sale, get it on sale. That's I'm not saying this movie is a sale, but obviously you want to save as much money as you can, right? So I got the 4K for $10 at Best Buy earlier this year. So if you can find it for that much, by all means, go, go find it. But I think it's definitely worth a buy either digitally or physically go go buy it. I don't if you've never if you've never seen this movie before and you're on the fence about it, just go see it, okay? Go buy it. You will not be disappointed. I don't know of a single person that I've ever met in my life that does not like this movie. And if you're one of those people, I need you to email me twogamepodcast at gmail.com. Email me and tell me why you think this movie is not as good as it as it is. Why it's overrated. Let me know. Because I would love to have you on the show. And I would love to talk to you about why you think this movie is not that good. But I think that's going to conclude my review for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Up next is Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. And my god, be prepared for that review. That's all I have to say. I'm not going to say whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just going to say it's not like you remember it. I mean, if you remembered it to be good, it could be bad. Did you remember it to be bad? It could be good. I'm not going to give any spoilers out for my review, but it's not what you remember it to be. I appreciate y'all joining us for this review, and I'll catch y'all next time.